Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 152 of the 167 Podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, your lead pastor at the Porch Community Church, and as always, I'm with my good friend, media pastor, Josh Harrell. Hey, Josh. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? It's going really good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I got a question for you. Okay. When did you, like, when was the first time you felt old? <laughs> oh, man. Um, It's been, I've felt old for so long now. I'm trying to remember. Um, Probably, really, it wasn't until after I had Mallory. And I had Mallory, I'm a late mom. So mm-hmm. I had Mallory when I was 41. So I felt pretty much old the day that we brought Mallory home from the hospital. Okay. So, so yeah, 41, 42. Yeah. Yeah. Happened to me today. Okay. Let's hear it. So, uh, just as, as an adult, I haven't, I've never had like a primary care physician. Mm -hmm. So eh, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, but after everything that happened with dad, I was like, well, I guess I'll go get a primary care physician, they can know my history a little bit better than walking into a clinic and going, hey, I need this. And they go, well, we're going to have to test you for a bunch of things. Mm -hmm. Um, So I uh, went to my doctor's appointment today, and I walked out with four referrals, (laughs) three medicines, and two two sessions of lab work. Welcome. Welcome to the land of... Of what, you know, they say adulthood is just, you know, like these fun things, but it, this is really your, your initiation. Yeah. So. I was like, gum. <laughs> Four referrals. Yeah. Oh, man. A uh, sleep test, <laughs> yep. a uh, allergist, mm-hmm. um, gastrologist, mm-hmm. and then a, um, just a <laughs> kind, kind of like an oncologist just to kind of mm-hmm. go through family history and just sure. kind of go, uh, can we get insurance mm-hmm. to clear checking early for kind of things. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah. Hmm. That sounds <laughs> exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait till you turn 40. Well, there since or, oh, since, history? Daddy, since daddy was so young, they're <laughs> you wanting to, to <laughs> they're wanting to start now. <laughs> mm, but okay. insurance won't pay for it right now. Yeah. So yeah. if you go to like one of those doctors and yeah. they go, "Nope, your history says it's time mm-hmm. now." Yeah, and it was pretty much around that time that um in those next few years where, you know, the sleep study and the... This is what middle age is like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you probably saw the post I made yesterday on social media. I don't think I did. Well, went... So you don't follow me? Great. Yes, I know. do. Good to know. Good to know. Um, but honestly, my social media stays on church pages uh-huh. more than anything, and it's not like it's a personal page that sees Very people true. a lot. Well, I was going to... I'm trying to even see where, where it posted, but... um. So, yeah, I said yesterday. Um, <clears throat> oh, I did uh, see this. Yes. Where, where is it? I never realized how crucially important comfortable footwear yes. would be to me in my 50s. That's all like shopping lately. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm looking for good shoes. I'm looking for a really good orthopedic They'll pair look of... like some comfortable shoes. <laughs> you could go anywhere in them shoes. Oh man. So yeah, that's that's yeah. Welcome. Yeah, Welcome to Yeah. No, I just <laughs> it's yeah, it's just 
it was very, very like, okay, it's I'm sobering. Old. It's yeah. very sobering. Like things that you used to just deal with when you're younger. It's like, mm-hmm. no, this will kill you. Yep. Yeah. And I want to like some of those rude awakenings would be like going to um, like the VO- VOA, Valdosta Orthopedic, like for a injury, like sports related. Um, mm-hmm. And they'd be like, well, you are. And then they'd say my age, you know, like you are 47 or we are. And I'm like, that, sh- that should have nothing to do. <laughs> no, I can still go do this. Like, when was the last yeah. time you did that? 15 years ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I had a, a, about this time last year, a pickleball injury that yeah. that just, mm, I'm still recovering from. So anyway, oh, yeah. welcome, welcome. <laughs> what else is going on besides getting old? Uh, I'm losing weight. Good job. I have not. <laughs> I was doing really good for a while. I've just maintained and I now, need to get back on it. I don't know if we've talked about it on here, but um, I know we, me and you've talked about it, is mm-hmm. that I'm kind of in like a weird place where I know my dad's lifestyle kind of played into effect of his like health stuff and mm-hmm. everything like that. And, I, and I've just been on a weird journey with that of like, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like gung-ho and then other times I'm just like, screw it. <laughs> Hand me the pork rinds. Yeah. <laughs> Which. And um, some mayonnaise. I'm going to dip it in mayonnaise. No. That's horrible. That is. I was trying to think. Of gro- I like pork rinds. Pork rinds like are mayonnaise. great. Mayonnaise is disgusting. Yeah. But um, as of t- today, I've lost like 17 good pounds job. in a month. So I'm pretty happy with That's that. That's g- way to go. Glad you feel good. Yeah. I'm glad you feel good. And I'm just feeling better. I'm I'm able to actually run and stuff. Um, one of the biggest, uh, I don't. I don't know if you experienced this as a kid, but like my parents weren't able to, to like play with me when I was a kid, you know, like no, go run and stuff like that. <laughs> Mallory probably feels that way. I'm sure. So when, <laughs> um, I never, I always said I, w- I was going to be in better shape for my kids. Mm-hmm. And then something happened, like Adeline wanted to do something. I was like, no, I'm too tired. Oh, well, yeah. And then, and then <laughs> I'd probably, I've probably said that a bunch of times. And then one time I just went, oh, crap. <laughs> oh, hang on. Yeah. I'm too tired. Yeah, don't let... Yeah. It, and that was probably the biggest push. Yeah, you well, don't want to let... There's another big push, but that's not my story. Well, and you don't want to let... You, you don't want to let those opportunities pass um, pass by, but give yourself some grace, though. I mean, there's times oh, you're yeah, just yeah. dang tired, yeah. and that's the, the case. But if that's your go-to... Um, yeah. No, this is just because I didn't want to get off the couch. <laughs> well, no, I mean if that becomes the norm, yeah, yeah, then yeah. you don't want that to you don't want that to be the, the mm-hmm. norm. You want to change that. But um yeah, well that's that's really good. I'm glad to hear that. Um so today I wanted us to talk um a little bit, kind of further continue the conversation that we started. I started on Sunday or I shared on Sunday. I've had it with some of the leadership in the church. And we've heard some, I mean, you're going to hear from, when you talk about giving and mm-hmm. encouraging people to uh, consider their giving or to, you know, just kind of check in on that, um, most likely, unless I just really ticked someone off, we're only going to hear the positives. Like, yeah. we're not going to hear someone go, because it's kind- I ain't giving nothing. Yeah, because it's kind of, it's one of those touchy subjects, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, you you. You either, like, in a perfect world, you're either one of those churches that never talk about giving. Mm-hmm. Or, like, sitting, if you're sitting in the audience, mm-hmm. you either, 
never talk about giving, mm -hmm. or you've tied it to a prosperity gospel of some sort. Mm. Yeah, you know? no, that's and <laughs> yeah, and like that. That seems to be what is acceptable to either not talk about it at all, mm -hmm. or to tie it with if you give, you'll be successful. Yeah, and that's not where we need to be as a church when we discuss it. I would say that there's a third option that's in there. What's that? That's usually in there. And it's necessary at times. I mean, we've even, part of it is we've got to do something for the building, whether it's expanding or like there's a campaign, like a capital campaign. Um, yes, but I would even it's, say people get a little dicey about that. Oh, they do. They because, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's almost like, okay, we'll let you talk about building a new mm -hmm. kids building or youth yeah, yeah. building or whatever. But, yeah, oh, yeah. don't talk about a worship building because that can, whew, yeah, that, yeah. Well, what I was saying was anywhere in between there, mm -hmm. uh, the target audience of those gets uncomfortable, like the, that yeah. desired person, because they most people either never want to talk about it mm -hmm. or they only want to hear about it benefiting them. Mm -hmm. um, our friend Bob Moon mm -hmm. said this, um, that in regard to money, and it's kind of sad, but it's pretty accurate, and he, he spent some... He spent some many decades in ministry, and he said that um, in regard to money, like people and their their giving, mm -hmm. it's the it's the last thing that they will bring to the church as far as their presence. Like they might come and visit for a period of time, or they might even volunteer to help. But when they start to give, it's like the the last part of themselves that they give. Right. Oh, I completely, yeah. He says it's the last thing they give, and it's the first thing they take away. Mm-hmm. And, and when he told me that, I was like, well, that seems kind of jaded. And then I just have been in ministry longer since then, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's he's kind of right. And so we haven't heard anything negative about that. But, yeah, people, we get weird about our money. We do. Mm -hmm. We all do. Um, or, you know, most of us do. Well, I, and I mean, I don't know about you, but I was always told never to talk about money. Mm-hmm. Like, don't tell anyone how much you make. Mm -hmm. uh, don't tell how much you paid for something. Mm -hmm. You don't talk about money. Nowadays, people brag about what they pay for stuff, as long as they got a deal. Yeah, but <laughs> but like I was always raised, you yeah. don't talk about money. You don't talk about who you voted for, how much you weigh, or money. Yeah. How much you make. How much you weigh, make, or voted for. So. Mm -hmm. um, and nowadays, we just all we post everything everywhere except yeah. for that sort. Um, so what, for anyone who's going, well, what did they talk about? What, what is this? So on Sunday, uh, it would have been September 10th. Um, we're still in our act series. We're going along in that, but I just prefaced the message time with the fact that we're, we're post summer, we're post, uh, you know, Labor Day kind mm -hmm. of being the final, mm -hmm. like, okay, we're really, it's really not summer anymore, even though it feels like it. We're here. We're 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 not going to you know here, there, and everywhere unless it's Athens um, <laughs> for a game, and maybe a couple people run over to Auburn. But um, <clears throat> but we're here, and there's that the the mentality of this is our this is our existence for the next couple of months. Yeah, you know, routine. And with that comes Till Christmas starts the giving um, trends that we know from on mm -hmm. the church side following that. Um, that summer kind of goes down a bit, and then uh, we get back into a routine. And I was just challenging, encouraging uh, the congregation to, as they're getting into routine of every other aspect of their life, to look at, examine uh, the routine that they've been in or they want to be in in regard to their giving 
it to the ministries of the church. Yeah. Um, so I've a couple of different messages have gone out as far as, hey, porch community, thank you for being people who say yes. Here's some of the things, some of the examples of what your support, your financial support in through your tithes and offerings does. Yes. Um, and then I also posed basically three um, challenges, I guess you would call them, to to everyone about giving and and really specifically to ministry partners because I know there's going to be people there who who um, have been coming for a while but mm-hmm. they haven't partnered yet or yeah. <clears throat> they're still trying to decide or whatever. And I did challenge them. I was like, hey, if, if you call us your church, even if you haven't partnered, this is a good time to develop those habits of giving. Um, but here's what I, I posed this last week to um, our ministry board of elders, and then I went ahead and shared it with some uh, our serve team leaders. Yes. And then also our community group leaders, which for some people, they ended up getting that same message three times because they might serve Be in almost all different ways. Yeah. Um, but I, I view that you know that group as leaders in our church. They have a leadership role within our church, and I asked them to pray with me. And then um, these were the three things I shared. So we can talk about about them in depth if we want to. Um, for each of us as ministry partners to start giving if we're not, right? Okay? Um, that was the first one. If we are ministry partners and we're not giving, to start giving. Um, and if I, I remember correctly, I th- it's like if we're not giving anything, start giving something, mm-hmm. you know, and we could, if we want to go into a sidetrack of, is it 10%? Is it the tithe? Is that just Old Testament teaching? Is that New Testament? Like, what is that? We can go into that a little bit. Um, but I think the, one of the things that we say to those who partner in ministry is, Will you support the ministries of the church with your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and witness? That was the old UMC thing. Mm-hmm. Those are all good. Those mm-hmm. aren't. Those aren't bad. Your prayers, pray for the church. Your presence. Will you be here? Yes. Your gifts. That's not just like what you pull out of your pocket. That's your. Uh, what are your abilities? What What are you know, are you a leader? Are you? Mm-hmm. Can you sing? Are you proficient in something? Your prayers, your presence, your uh, gifts, your service, and your witness, and. Um, we want all of those to be a part of, and I'll usually say, will you be here? Will you show up? Will you support? Will you be involved? And um, so I said, look, if you're a ministry partner and you're not giving, would you start giving something? Mm-hmm. And then the second question was, um, or what I asked people to consider was, if you're not giving consistently, would you start giving consistently? Yep. If you haven't been consistent, and I even, I can't remember if it was the first service or second service, but I made the example of, or I gave an example of my own, of, especially when I was single, um, because you don't really have, it's not like I was like, you know, hiding something from God or cheating from God, but you just don't have that accountability with your spouse of, we're going to do this, we're committed to this. And so mm-hmm. it might be easy to go, well, I'm not going to do my offering this month or this you know, every two weeks or whatever, because I want to buy this. You know, it's just yeah. real easy to cop out that way. Mm-hmm. As a single person, that was true for me. So when I was talking about consistency, my thought was, um, my mindset used to be, okay, yeah, if you were to ask me, Shannon, do you give regularly? I'd been like, oh, yeah, sure, yeah, I've given. And then if I were to really look back at my bank statement or my giving statement or whatever, you know, if I was at a church that did giving statements, 
um, I would see that, okay, it was, it was three months ago, mm-hmm. you know, or four months ago. And, but I would kind of like the same mindset of, oh yeah, I'm a regular attender. Oh, really? How often do you attend? Well, probably a couple times a month. And then when you look at it, it's like once a month. Yeah. You know, maybe twice. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of my mindset of giving. And so when we got married, and I will say, as my, <laughs> as, as I've seen more and more the, the, the inner workings of the costs and the needs of, of doing ministry as a church, um, obviously I'm more committed to that. So, yes. So that's just something where, you know, I've said this before, but like when Drew and I got married, one of the first things we did was in regard to our finances was set up automatic giving. And we send that out, you know, mm-hmm. once uh, a month it goes out. My So my number two, like my interpretation of your number two was if you give, have you looked at your giving to make sure it's still going through? Oh, and yeah. And be, because yeah. I'd had to like change. Like if you're giving online. Yeah, I had to change my debit card and hadn't thought anything about it because it just happens. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and looked and was like, oh, crap, it's been <laughs> off for six months. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. And because yeah. it's it's not money I expect to be there, so I I don't mm-hmm. look for it, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Yeah, and I think um you know there's times when one of the things we were very glad about and I know many other leaders of churches have we've talked about this is during all, you know, COVID and the lockdown and all that happened, we we definitely were like, "Hey, you know, we still have costs and needs and things and and so and a lot of people moved to online giving. Um, and Majority of our giving comes in yeah, online, right? Yes, that's Which right. Which we're an outlier, right? Um, but then, then you, one of the trends that was coming, even in the last year or two, as as the economy has just continued to everything's so expensive, mm-hmm. um, is like people would stop the not people like here necessarily. Just I'm talking about I'm talking about like the Gen- trend, yeah, the church, big right, church, yeah. Is um, people you, you would stop the giving. Me top yeah, level. yeah. You're, you got your hand up in there. Um, is people would say, well, you know, I'm going to quit doing online because now we're back in person, and but then, like I said, the in person is once every now and then, and mm-hmm. so how does that affect our giving? So, so far we've said, we said, okay, if you're a ministry partner and you're not giving, that's something you said you would do. Mm-hmm. So and and I'm not saying it needs to be X amount of dollars. I'm just saying if you're a ministry partner and you're not giving, if you're not giving anything, would you pray about start giving something? Because mm-hmm. um, that's a promise that we would that we made. Uh, secondly, was if we're not giving consistently to start doing so. Um, I think that's across the board. That helps everybody. It helps us be accountable to you know the promise we made. It helps us to be. It helps the church as far as costs of ministry yeah you know and then the third was um and this is the one again i gave a personal example was for those who can to give more if they're able Mm -hmm. um one of the things and i think you make a good point of just going to check and see is everything going through has it been going through is how often um you know because we said ours once a month that comes out and goes well you know, Drew's gotten a little bit of a raise here and there um, for different things, um, bonuses and stuff. I've gotten, you know, a little bit. So um, 
for us to change our giving, which we just had automatic. So we changed that. Yeah. Um, and went ahead and made up for that. I went ahead and did that for this month. I'd already done my giving, but came back and did a little more and then set it up for the remaining you know, months. So if you're a ministry partner and you're not giving, would you start giving something? Mm-hmm. Uh, to give consistently if you're not. And if that's like, well, I don't know if I can because we're not, you know, we're here, there, we've got games, we've got this. That's why online is such a wonderful thing. Yep. Um, whether it's through your bank or going, I mean, you can, there's a couple more ways you can do that. Um, and then to, if you're able to give more, um, to consider that because, um, and all of this breaks down to, and that was what I said in the message. I didn't send, I sent this out to, to the church leaders, and then I spoke this to uh, the congregation yeah. on Sunday in the September 10th message. Um, but I do want to, um, I guess, kind of, well, are there any thoughts you want to throw in on those three? Um, not necessarily with those three, but what I, what, <laughs> what um, made those, when you sent me that email to send out was, mm-hmm. The, those three things were prefaced by what we've been able to do in the past year, year yes. and a half, mm-hmm. or, or even some of them even the entirety of since we've been here since 2019. Mm-hmm. So the, the three is great, but that why. The why, is yeah. Is really the point that mm-hmm. uh, it sh- me sitting here reading, have read everything, mm-hmm. and me being a partner of this church, the why should be enough of I've I have agreed to be a partner of this church, so I will do it. But what the church has done mm-hmm. is is an exclamation point on that why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, you know, I think just in our human nature that, you know, we, we kind of get irritated when our little kids, our our twos and two-year-olds and whatnot are like, why, why, why? You know, they want to ask. Yeah. But that's part of our intuitive nature. We, um, we just don't ask we it. Are. We just right. don't ask it every five seconds. <laughs> right. Not no, I out mean, loud. No, I mean, seriously. Yeah. We're asking it in our head. Correct. Yeah. And figuring it out. Mm-hmm. We There's there's a why we do everything. Mm-hmm. Because if you're doing something without a why. Then why are you doing it? Why are why? you doing it? <laughs> like, you, you have to have a reason or there's no reason for you to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that's something that, um, you know, it that is important for us to continue to um, share with our folks and to make them aware of. That's that's one of the things I love about social media. I mean, it could look like brag posts, and and we're careful that we don't want to be like, look at us, look at us. Oh, very careful. But yeah. to let to let. Um, our people know, but then also, you know, those who are just out there going, hey, we we want to be putting, you know, feet on the ground and, and hands on, you know, on doing uh, ministry in mm-hmm. our community. It's who we say we are, and we want to continue to do that. So um, this might sound like a little bit of a brag sesh, but I don't mean it to. But but I do want to share some of the whys that, yeah. that you might have read or will read, but... One of the things very um, uh, recent, of course, was just the fact that, okay, we'll just take a, a family, a, 
you know, the, the Jones family, okay? Yeah. And they give uh, $500 a month, okay? We'll use that as an example. Well, here's what that $500 a month goes to. Um, first of all, some portion of that helped us provide meals to hundreds of um, boxed meals to uh, people who were impacted by Hurricane Idalia. Yep, we talked okay. about that in the last episode. Yep, so we've got that. Um, handed out sandwiches to linemen who were working along the street. Um, that, those kinds of things. So I'm thinking, so we're just talking about the Jones family here, right? That, mm-hmm. that, that helps that. Um, for we have a six-plus acre facility here Mm -hmm. um and it's not just the buildings that are part of that it's the grounds it's the basketball court and and all that's here um i we've shared this before there's a there's a lot of groups that will end up using our facility during the week yep chrysalis meets here autism support group meets here um uh we have uh basketball teams and sports teams soccer teams that will meet here they'll you know come and practice and and those kinds of things um, we have a ministry that goes that people at a click of a button can go, oh, I can listen to messages and look at that. This is where that giving mm-hmm. goes into. Yeah. Um, we, di- we directly and then also with hands-on, but like I don't know if we do quarterly or how uh, Kristen has set that up, but we financially support the Wesley Foundation at VSU. Mm-hmm. We financially support Living Bridges Ministry, and we financially support the Mailbox Club. Yep. And those are all, um, that's ministry to college students on our campus, ministry to people in our community, helping them get life skills and and follow, you know, learn about Jesus. And then the Mailbox Club, which puts Bible lessons into hands of kids around the globe. Yes. Hundreds of thousands. And, And it's really cool to see how... Those kids come to know Jesus and their families. So that's Jones family, five hundred dollars a month. I'm just saying, like those, and I and I don't want this to be an infomercial. I sure don't. I hate if it sounds like one, but um, we have four full time staff, and we have eight part time, partial time staff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if a lot of people know that. Nope. So and now like two are seasonal, Doug and Colleen. Yeah. Um, that come every six months. Uh, we have George, who keeps up the grounds in the facilities. Yep. Uh, we have... Who does a fantastic job, by the way. Mm-hmm. Miss Calise, who helps in the nursery. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, Sutherland, who's mm-hmm. on staff. We have uh, Dave. Uh, we have John and Taylor, who are part-time as our connections people. So we have, like, many people who mm-hmm. are a part of that. And so... And we all like we like to be we like to eat and pay our bills too. So we yes. like to be paid. That's always good. Um, but to keep up these things, to pay the bills for the facility, you know, when we took over this campus in 2019, we assumed the mortgage, which thankfully was not very high. It's less than most people's house more. I mean, house payment. So yeah. Um, but you know, those kinds of things we we have even down to the donuts on Sunday, which is gotten like everything else expensive (laughs) right it really has so um so that's just those are just example i mean those are just a couple of examples i mean you could probably think of the the cost to do the 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 sound Mm -hmm. and the the technological background of what we do yeah um is it's not cheap so 
Um, those are just examples of, you know, we have, I mean, I kind of, I left this one out. I didn't mean to. Um, hundreds and hundreds of, of students are impacted because um, we're able to provide ministry to elementary, preschool, elementary, middle and high school and college students. Yeah. Um, and that's huge. That's, that is beyond huge. Mm. And we try to eliminate as many barriers for them to do everything that our church offers as mm -hmm. well, including financial barriers. Mm -hmm. So like even when there's a student mission trip or yeah. um, mission week or anything like that, they're not actually paying what it actually costs for them to do it. We have a budget that actually offsets yeah, some of that cost mm -hmm. because we know how important it is mm -hmm. for them to be there, and we want to make the cost affordable to them. So we actually eat a percentage of every student and child that does something here mm -hmm. because we put it in our budget to offset some of that cost. We sure do. That's and right. that's that's actually not normal. Mm. Yeah, I think it's good for us to be able to absorb some of that so mm -hmm. that more people can be involved for sure. Because like stuff <clears throat> stuff like mission trip and mm -hmm. stuff with all the inflation increases and everything mm -hmm. would be out of reach for some some families, especially oh, that have multiple kids. Yep, for sure. There's no doubt about and, that. And because the way Justin, Kristen, and uh, the Elder Ministry Board mm -hmm. look at the money and everything – they're very conscious of that, and, and they know how important it is to take those funds that people give week in and week out to help to grow the next mm -hmm. generation of the church. That's right. That's right. Which, you know, all of this, it goes back to those three questions. It's if you're a ministry partner, you know, the challenge was if you're not giving something, would you start giving? If you're not giving anything, would you start giving something? Um, if you are... Um, uh, what was the second question? I've already lost it, so that tells you um, how For uh, each of us to give consistently, consistently if we're not. And then for those who can, to give more if you're able. And that was something that Drew and I are able to do, so I'm glad that we could do it. Um, here's what is interesting, and you pointed this out yesterday in staff meeting. Um, and if, if we don't share the heart of it, um, the heart of this is... When, when money comes up, you could go, well, if we're not, you know, if, I mean, we're making our budget, we're making yeah. payroll, we're doing that. But we just want people to, just like your costs have, you know, changed, ours have too, and we want to make sure we can continue to do ministry. So we had a staff meeting yesterday, and we started talking some long-term or some, you know, down-the-road things coming that we have to start doing planning on now. I mean, less than a year. Like, yeah. We, yeah, less than a year. And I love the fact you pointed this out is all of these things are going to have a cost associated to them with them. Um, but it didn't at no time did we go, oh, no, can we will we be able to afford that? Now, that doesn't mean we we're being irresponsible or we weren't, you know, being uh, we weren't spending money. We didn't have anything like that, mm -hmm. but we weren't allowing that to have any kind of an impact on. Oh no, we can't do that because we're not sure if X, Y, and Z. You know, it was no, no. We're we want to be faithful to do ministry in such a way that that people can connect and be a part of what's going on, and um, and God will provide. You know, so it's not like a we're just going out and maxing out things, but we're just saying no. We we believe that this will be mm -hmm. um, God's gonna. Yep. People will step up. I mean, I've heard from people. Um, I know Kristen has. I don't know if you have. No. Um, but we've heard from people who are like, thank you for that message, or 
I needed to hear that or that encouraged me to do, you know, I've heard several of those. Um, Actually, I have heard one, but it's not a story for the podcast. <laughs> well, then why did you even say it? Because I'm going to forget now if, <laughs> if I hadn't mentioned it. Um, so, but I, here's the thing. Okay. I'm just looking ahead. Like, so we're in September at the end of October, we have our annual porch fest. Mm-hmm. Our, it's our fall festival. Yeah. And there's some costs associated with that, mm-hmm. but, but nothing outrageous. Like we don't go over the, you know, out, just outrageous. We, we keep it pretty, pretty chill, but it's a, it's a really cool opportunity to come. And we're like, we were planning that yesterday and we weren't like, Oh no, we you know, better not. Or then like, and a few months after, or a few weeks really after that is we're getting ready for our Christmas impact, mm-hmm. which is when we partner with uh, Lowndes County Schools and identify some at-risk or at-need at students and families. We're going to do that with Living Bridges as well. But we ask our people, hey, will you sponsor a kid? Yeah. Um, will you do that? Will you be a part of that? Then we're talking about, do we want to mention what we're going to be doing in February? Let's do it. Yeah. We're going to host a father-daughter dance this yeah. year. Um, you know, there was a really big one that was held for years, years that after COVID they haven't had it. And then some other little smaller offshoots have happened. And I think it was you and I don't know who else. Well, after people, you... had, people would come to, well, because I, I do a production company and a DJ and people go, Hey, you know, where'd be a great place to do a father daughter dance <laughs> at the porch. You know, who'd yeah. be a great DJ you. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, whatever. And then. That mm-hmm. just kind of blew that off, but then it just mm-hmm. every every year it would be the same thing. So I was like, "What?" And then you take your daughters to a thing, and you're like, "We could we could do this. We could do this. We could do this. And we could not, do it well." And, and not that uh, any of them that I've been to are bad. It's just mm-hmm. it's something we we have the skill set to serve our community. We have the very facility. very well. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to do that in February. We'll let those dates know soon, but that's fantastic. And what we decided is, um, yeah, there'll be some costs on the front end to, you know, provide, you know, decorate and those kinds of things. But the the proceeds, we're going to designate to missions. Yep. Whether that's student, adult, it's uh, whether it's outreach, it's, it's going to go into our budget for missions. And I love that. Like, we're mm. not – this is an opportunity um, – for I was just mentioning it yesterday to someone because I was asking, hey, would you help with decorating or whatever? And they were like, really? Yes, because they were excited that, that their husband and her daughter would be able to come. So that's cool. So in the midst of all this, what are we... So we're talking about, you know, having opening up our campus to Porch Fest, Christmas Impact, our father-daughter dance. At the same time, like, a, like five days after the father-daughter dance we have planned... Um, we have this Central America mission trip mm-hmm. that that we had info meeting on Sunday. We're going to have a couple over the next few weeks. Yep. For any, because how many people showed up between the two meetings on 17. Sunday? Seventeen. Seventeen people who are interested in knowing what are we doing, where are we going, which you can find out more detail when you come in person. Um, so, but I love the fact that we're we're going to send out a group of people prayerfully to go to Central America in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, to do ministry and and set up. Um, And then on top of that, and this is kind of skipping ahead to May, um, we're doing something, uh, this we have not done before, but this is something that that John and Taylor, our connections pastors, they've been, you know, kind of learning the the ropes with Living Bridges and other organizations, and and, uh, they were contacted by uh, 
ministry called Rise Against Hunger, mm-hmm. which uh, they basically you sponsor it, and they come to you. You sponsor it by purchasing the the items. They come to you and you pack bags that are ended up going into a pallet that end up going to other countries that are connected already. So it's not like sitting in some government official's yard. It's like yeah. going to kids, mm-hmm. families in in areas where they are seriously, severely malnourished. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to have a Rise Against Hunger uh, campaign or day, packing party, packing party um, in May. And here's the cool thing. Each, each bag that is filled, because... It feeds a child for a year. A year. That's crazy. So we're going to sponsor that, and then we're going to have people like be here on probably a Wednesday night, mm-hmm. um, and and we'll have this packing night. Like These are the things we were talking about just in our staff meeting yesterday, and all of these are opportunities to engage our community, whether local or way beyond, Yeah. in the name of Jesus, and... It comes back to, you know, to the Jones family and me saying thank you, Jones family, for setting aside, you know, $500 a month and mm-hmm. and and making that uh, your giving to the church uh, because we're able to do these things. We're able to sit in a staff meeting and talk about these things without going, oh, I don't know if we're going to be able to do that or not. Yeah. Now, do we sometimes have to have that conversation about something? Yes, of course, but but it doesn't. Uh, we don't have that hanging over our head. Yeah, and, and we don't want to. Those things are like shoot the moon. Yeah, kind yeah, of ideas. Yeah. You yeah. know, for example, I did a series one time about fifteen years ago called "The Elephant in the Room." This is before the Elephant in the Room like little thing that like some of the Gospel Coalition. Guys okay, did. yeah, yeah. This was before that. Okay. Um, so it was and, your idea. No, but I, I'm just I'm just letting you know that. Um, so, but I I contacted Wild Adventures. I wanted to see if we could get an elephant to come downtown to First Methodist, but it, we did couldn't make it happen. <laughs> so those are the kind of things yeah. where you're like, okay, well, what's that going to cost? All right, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no, I mean we we, you know, you do a lot us the ability to dream big or uh, allow God yeah. to show us like large-scale opportunities mm-hmm. to do. And then those are the ones where we go, eh, maybe not yet. Yeah, yeah. But never serving our community is never a, we Mm-mm. can't do that. No, no. Um, it's more about, like, what are... Uh, there's more um, conversations about holding back on, um, like, internal things. Mm-hmm. Never external yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. usually the opposite of churches I've been a part of. Like it's the outward stuff that gets cut. It, the, out, the outward stuff goes first, and then mm-hmm. you can still do all the inward stuff. Mm, that's, that is, that's the, the exact- anti-gospel. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, we want, are we going to be good stewards? Of course. Um, and you mentioned our ministry board of elders. Like that is a group, you know, we have, uh, weekly, uh, myself, our ad- administrator, and our uh, finance person and our treasurer on the board, we have a, a weekly, uh, usually Monday, if not Tuesday, um, communication mm-hmm. where we 
we know our giving, we know our spending, we know what's going out. When we meet as a ministry board, uh, we look at our financials, you know, to make sure we're up to date and all those things. So we are being, uh, you know, financially responsible for sure. Um, but we we want to be able to continue to do that, of course. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so um, I guess to go back to those three questions, I think, um, and I appreciate your point of just even looking at, well, you and I give two examples, I think, personal examples. You were like, oh, I, I, there was a change in my number on my card or the expiration or whatever, and it changed. So you had it set up and then it just didn't go, mm-hmm. you know? That's a really good real world example of, of how things work today. Yeah. And then ours was we've been consistent, mm-hmm. but we ha- I hadn't stopped and gone, you know, we, we could we could bump that up. And that's something Drew said so a couple of months ago. And he was like, hey, you know, I think we could do that. And I was like, yeah. And I hadn't done it yet. So um, one of the things I told the leaders, um, and I think I also said this on Sunday, but I'll repeat it because it's important, is I would never ask. Um, the staff or our church uh, or the board for that matter, anybody um, as the, as the lead pastor, I would never ask anyone to do something that I'm not also doing or willing to do mm-hmm. um, or have done. And yeah. so it's like, okay, yeah, it's, it's all right to ask so-and-so to do X because I I've done that. So it's good. Um, and that's something that just personally, I want to live into and be a person of, um, integrity and and uh, I want to support my church this is my church just as much as yes I get a paycheck from here mm-hmm. but um it and that's a weird thing it's a it's a weird dynamic to, it is to some degree but um it, it's it's what it is so mm-hmm. we live into it um so thank you for listening to our infomercial for please pay us so we can so we can be paid I'm just kidding. That's no. not what we were doing at all. No. Josh is like, shut like, up, Shannon. That is stop not it. what it is. <laughs> and it, yeah, that's totally not what it is. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. I've, I feel like like, I don't give to uh, charities outside the church mm-hmm. because I don't know what they're doing. Mm, mm, yeah. But I'm also usually, I don't get to be a part of it when you give to those kind of charities like it's just a monetary donation right but when you give to the church you will also because we're going to do these things we're going to need people to help do them right we'll need like you get to take an active role in what you're giving allows the church to do Yes. And when I say that I'm not talking <laughs> about the porch community church name I'm talking about the people that are in the building Yes. I don't care if if we do a, if we do one event a year or a hundred events. Right. And I'd rather not it. And if they said, "Well, we don't want your logo on it, but it's going to impact a thousand families," fine. Mm-hmm. Don't put our logo on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's not. It's mm-hmm. not about that. And I'm the marketing guy. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's about doing the because to me, serving the church is um and serving with the church is above my job yes like that is my partner Mm -hmm. not my job right right when i step aside to take photos that's my job right but when you see i'm getting to serve Mm -hmm. that is me being a part of the church 
Yeah. Not when we're, be, not when being we're lugging an employee. a when we're lugging a tree branch across the campus, it's not because that, it's like no, this is our that, this is our work day for yeah, the church. I'm, not, I'm doing my part. Like I'm not there to be paid. I'm be, I'm there to help my church. Yeah, yeah. And and that's when when you give, you get to be active in what your your partners in Christ are doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing about mm-hmm. giving. For sure. It's not is giving is not about keeping the lights on. We'll figure that out. If that was an issue, yep, it it's that's never an issue, right? It's how can we serve God the most and the best? Mm-hmm. Yes, how can we follow Jesus for our community? Mm-hmm. There you go, there you go. So, um, hey, anything else we want to add? Nah, on today's episode, okay. Nah, um, we're still uh, moving along in Acts. We will. We're gonna finish. Someone asked me the other day. They were like. Actually, it was a it was a student, um, a, a staff student. So staff student. Well, they're a staff members student, a staff oh. child who's a student. Was it Adeline? No, I'm not going to say any other names. But they were <laughs> like, "How much longer are we going to be in the Acts series?" Oh, okay. And actually, um, we've been in it for a long. Actually, time. it seems like we've been in it for a long time. And um, <laughs> you know. And, uh, Go I, climb a tree. That's Adeline's voice. Yeah. No, her voice was, I'm hungry, mama. I used to say that before Madeline could speak, and Josh was like, if she talks that way... I'm... I will never forgive you. <laughs> like, I'm going to make her talk that way. Anyway, I had a student say, how much longer? Which I'm sure other people might have thought. Um, but hopefully people were like, how much longer? We're going to finish this up to uh, November... 26th? No, November 26th begins Advent. Okay, so... Seven it's days before Sunday that. after the nineteenth, the Sunday after Thanksgiving is the beginning of Advent. That's our Christmas season. So, so yeah, the nineteenth we'll we'll be doing Acts all the way up to there. So we will finish the Book of Acts, and it's, it's going to be good. So yay! Um, hey, thanks for hanging in with us. Thanks for making this ministry of the podcast possible um, by supporting the ministries of the church. Mm-hmm. And um, we look forward to seeing you guys Sunday and uh, talking to you again soon. So, Josh, thank you. Thank you. All right, we'll see you guys later. See you, bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.